Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Trump. Oh, great news. He's found the cure to COVID. Yes. Chill out, everybody. He has found the cure and you're all going to get it. It's going to be amazing and it's going (laughs) to be free. Fantastic. Terrific. Step one is everybody gets it. We we want to make sure that we get this in order, right? Yeah. Step two is going to be free and then step free profit. No, hold on. Wait. Um, right, right. So he 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 got out, right, and he's he's resumed public appearances. Uh, he got some of the best socialized healthcare uh, on offer in the world because he was at a U.S. military hospital, uh, which is fully socialized healthcare. By the way, everyone yes, is not a at all employee. paid for by your tax money or anything like that. It's no, nope. it's you know, nope. yeah, no. Nope. And uh, and uh, now he claims to have yes found the cure. He calls it a cure. Um, it, oh, some well, people might call it a therapeutic, but they don't really know what therapeutic means, Bill. Right, right. It's 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 a cure. It's a cure. <laughs> yeah. So um, he he supposedly is coming out the other end of having uh, COVID nineteen. If you can believe anything his doctors say. Um, and, uh, this election will roll merrily along here. Um, no debates. That's a giant relief, I guess. Oh, huge relief. Because first of all, I don't want to watch another one. So now it's just going to be long form interviews without, it's just going to be him like talking for an hour. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And interviews with Biden. Yeah. You know, I gotta say the cancellation of these debates is good for Biden. Uh, yeah, you think so? Why? Yeah, well, Why? aren't you afraid he'll just, you know, kind of stroke out right there on the debate floor? Uh, <laughs> 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 he's, kinda, he's not I the guess. heartiest. He doesn't give the sense of being the heartiest physically, does he? And he got through that first debate, so that was okay. Uh, and of course, Trump, with all of his interruptions, the polling pretty clearly shows now that that didn't go well for him. That didn't work. Right. right. So why risk it with another debate? Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. That his well, physical yeah. weaknesses could show up. That Trump won't be an asshat that backfires on him. His physical uh, weaknesses. Yeah. That's something he, he he referred to while describing his own bout of COVID. Right. Sort of implied that it was a blessing from God or something that he got COVID. Yes. And did he more or less implicitly say that everyone who got COVID and died of it was weak? And because basically you get COVID and then you get better, right? Well, That's, he said it's basically mental weakness. Right. It's mental weakness. Don't let it dominate you. So right. we're interpreting, I'm interpreting. Don't let it don't let it dominate you. You essentially have to keep a positive attitude. And if you keep a positive attitude and you don't let it dominate you psychologically, you can beat the COVID. Right. Don't let it dominate you. Get in your chopper. Just go to your private hospital with a team of the best doctors and free experimental medicine. You'll be fine. Just don't worry about it. Don't let it dominate you. Right. And if you did let it dominate you and you died, you're weak. And it's probably better off that you died because you were weak. Right. Uh, uh, you're, I, I'd argue you were hardly even American. See, there you go. You wouldn't right. be, if you were a true American, you wouldn't be so weak. Right. Exactly. No, <laughs> it's, it's, look, it's just, it's just horrible. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, anybody who, who harbored for even a second 
that he would have a different attitude toward getting sick and coming out of it were fooling themselves. Of course well, he's of course, not. That's it's what his happened. Shtick. But that's what happened to Boris Johnson, right? He came out of the other end and he was more humble. And he had a speech where he said, I realize how bad it is now. You know, I, I'm humbled. I'm so grateful. To oh, the did he team. really? Ah. Saved my life and they're doing great work. And But, but, but what struck me in, in Trump's speech, there wasn't a single reference to the more than 200,000 people that have died over the last nine months. It was all about him. And yeah. how he is probably immune now, right? Right. And how this is what happens when you get it. You just get better. Yeah. You get the sniffles for a couple of days and then you're not feeling so hot and then you get better. That's what happens when you get it. Don't let it dominate you. At this point, I'm willing to entertain the thought that anyone who votes for Trump in this election is morally bankrupt. It is just, it is unbelievable to me that people can still, that decent human beings of sufficient level of intelligence and sufficient level of awareness of what's going on in the United States of America today would attempt to reelect this man into office. It is yeah. beyond me. It is just beyond me. You know, and that's particularly painful for me. I agree. And that's particularly painful for me because I am sure that I have family and friends here in the United States that are going to vote for him. Well, they might not meet the criteria of sufficiently intelligent or sufficiently aware, Bill. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met these people, but, you know, just yeah. trying to cut them some slack. Well, Maybe they're really stupid. I don't know. Are, are they? Have you ever noticed how parties, they, like they drool a little bit over the cake? <laughs> <laughs> if if the if you did, we should cut him some slack, Bill. I, I really yeah. think we should. So we should be sympathetic, right, to people who are not particularly sympathetic. Um, I'm having a hard time with that, to be honest. I mean, at some point, right, it it is just obvious that this is not a good human being. Yes, right, that this is not a person who cares for other human beings, who cares right. for the welfare of the nation, who cares for anything but himself. So how can you be sympathetic to people who support him? Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I have had those thoughts, um, but it's hard. So look, I'm totally on board with what you're saying, but when do you let politics corrupt every relationship like that yeah right um is that like a form of letting him win yeah maybe but mm. i totally get it i totally get it i am baffled by the continued level of support i i this needs to be just a clear-cut repudiation of him and his approach to COVID-19 uh, and his approach to the, the domestic politics in the United States. And I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think no, we're going to get yeah. just kind of that universal, like, we reject this, we're done. Instead, well, I, I think we're going to have a yeah. hardcore of partisans who are going to stir up trouble. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, and that will be enabled by all the people, as you say, who vote for him, because that's where the lingering legitimacy is going to come from. Well, unless he declares war with, I don't know, China or <laughs> Iraq or <laughs> Iran. No, <sorry. laughs> no wars will get declared um, 
No. Because no, he but, would have zero support. It just... Like, so, but his video, right, the video that he put out in which he says towards the end that China is going to pay a big price for what they have done to the United States of America did make it into the, into the South China Morning Post. Yeah. Uh, so here in Asia, people were quite upset. <laughs> yes, because it sounds like a threat of war. That's crazy, right? Yeah, here they took it as yeah. a threat of war for something they over something that they're in no way responsible for, um, which is a yeah. little bit weird to me. Sure, but hey, I get it, right? Uh, it's all about politics. Well, uh, let's, let's hope. hope that, let's hope that the CCP, mm-hmm. the Chinese Communist Party, has a sophisticated enough understanding of American politics to realize that that's just politics. Right. Because well, what if yeah. they take it seriously? Yeah. Yikes. Well, they're playing the long game, I'm, I'm quite sure. Um, and they're, I'm yeah. pretty, pretty sure they're smart, <laughs> whatever you think of, the, <laughs> of their way of ruling their nation. They're, they're, they strike me as an intelligent bunch of individuals. I'm pretty sure they've got this, this stuff figured out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if they owned a substantial... <laughs> substantial number of people you know within trump's government or <laughs> yes have relationships yeah i'm yeah. quite sure there's some influence there uh so i'm not sure up to what point it's just it's just posturing on trump's side you know uh. to appeal to his base to appeal to potential voters um because he's just re- not assuming any type of responsibility in, no. in any of this uh so who else are you going to blame right um, yeah well, Europe. He could blame Europe. He tried blaming Europe for a little bit there in the beginning. So here's the thing you talk you about, how that. you can't respect anybody uh, who is going to vote for Trump. I cannot fathom the entire Republican Party. The things that were, we don't do this. We don't do this. The, they have totally flipped on and now accept because a strong man came in, charismatic strong man, and took over the party. Uh, so just... You know, tariffs, right? There's well, a big it, example. Yeah. It, and it, now they're totally yeah. on board with it. Well, um, there lies the moral bankruptcy of, of your system of government. It's just completely morally bankrupt. Right? It's, it's just, yeah. this is not just Trump, right? Right. This is not just Trump. No. There's a whole system around him that facilitates this insanity. It's not just him. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's why we have kept having change elections, as they call them, hope elections, right? If you want to use Obama's term, right? Mm -hmm. So what motivated the Obama change? Because we saw disastrous war policy by the Bush administration, which was bipartisan, by the way, to go in and blow up Iraq, right? And so we had a hopey, changey election. We didn't get much change. We had financial crisis where the wealthy did okay, but others suffered through um, very slow-growing economy, right? So we have another hope and change election with Donald Trump, essentially. Now, on the margins, he did lose the popular vote. I always have to point that out. Uh, But why did he lose with that specific group of voters? Places where I live. Because those groups of voters were thrown under the economic bus through the system of globalization that we created, which was bipartisan. So we do have a rigged system against many people. Uh, but it's rigged in favor of the rich. And of course, we know that again from Donald Trump's tax returns that the New York Times got a hold of where he paid $750 in federal income taxes 
during his on, first two years of the presidency. This man hasn't paid taxes a single day in his in his life, right? It's, I, I just watched the 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 Netflix documentary on his on his you know his early days as a real estate developer who was building the Trump building and stuff like that in New York City and with all these tax rebates that he got from uh, from the government from the New yeah. York City uh, from the New York City government and like him basically suing <laughs> for these he tax rebates. He sued over it? Yeah, he sued over it. He won. He got, 60, he got 75 million in uh, tax rebates over a four-year period after going after the, after New York City. Uh, because they wouldn't give it to him because they, they were like, yeah, this is we're giving you free money. We sort of need this money. You're rich. We're not going to give it to you. And then he sued them and he won. <laughs> wow. Like, this guy hasn't paid taxes a day in, a day of his life. It's unbelievable. You know, if you assume that people voted for Donald Trump the first time for rational region, reasons and not just out of emotional urges, one of the arguments that he made was, I have been scamming this system for decades. I know this system from the inside out, so I'm uniquely qualified to fix it. This is the drain the swamp thing, which is one of the yell lines that is things. Drain the swamp, drain the swamp. But now the evidence in, is in that he just left the system in place. And oh, he yeah. still didn't pay any federal income taxes. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I so mean, he just but kept the swap what going. Find, what I find most worrying about is how everyone close to him, right? Now that people are, are sort of coming out of the woodworks and speaking up, how everyone close to him is basically saying he's a complete psychopath, right? <laughs> like his, his family members, like the offer of his first autobiography. Uh, everyone's yeah. coming out just saying, no, no, he's completely psychotic. Like he doesn't care about anything. He just wants to see the world burn. Yeah. Right. And like people who really knew him, who were super close to him. And can you imagine that happening to other? I mean, it's just crazy to me. And then people still defend him. People still say, yeah. no, this thing he said here, you've misinterpreted it. What he really meant was, or here he was j just joking. Or it's like, it's the same well, way. No, his classic line is, I was being sarcastic. Right, he wouldn't no, know what sar being sarcasm was if it hit him in the face. <laughs> yes, right. Like he doesn't. Like he is just classic. He wouldn't know narcissistic. sarcasm if it like got in his lungs and filled them with fluid. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's scary. Or is that irony? That's scary. Wait a minute. People, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I don't know. Isn't it like a rainy day or your was? Someone should write a song about this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I, I agree. I just, look, I'm not a huge fan of Biden's, um, but it Listen. just, how, I, I agree. I just, Does I, he have I a can't pulse? fathom Does he have a pulse? For the time being, he has a pulse, right? I'd even right. argue that if he dies, still vote for him. Just, even if he dies. <laughs> just, In the next 22 days. Yeah, have you seen whatever. Weekend at Bernie's? Have you seen that film? Fantastic <laughs> film. Just, just prop him up, hold him up in between Harris <laughs> and some intern. Just yeah. you know, parade him around for a couple of weeks. Nobody will notice. Come on. Just, well, you know, so we had that vice presidential debate. <laughs> um, and what was very odd for that vice presidential yeah. debate was that you were essentially going, oh, one of these two people is going to be president in the next four years. Right. <laughs> well, that's sort of reassuring. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So maybe I should have leaned into that. That would have been a good feeling. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so much better. Oh, God. They're having a conversation. <laughs> 
you know, about, about policy. And, and look, they're not answering questions. They're real politicians. Right. Right, right, right. right. Just, I'll get to that. But first, I'd like to answer this question. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're trained to do that. That is yeah, just yeah, so It's just common. media training, right? It's just yeah. they're, they're decent politicians. I was going right. to say decent human beings, but they're politicians. So you don't want to yeah. get those confused. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cookie cutter it's, politicians. Yeah. It is just, it is just really upsetting. It, I you find know, everybody really to be a politician like that. Everybody that goes into that field has a certain amount of ego, because the amount of ego to stand up and say, "Vote for me because of X, Y, and Z," you got to really feel like you're something special. I would think. listen. There's only two reasons that. in my mind that you'd want to become a politician. That's one because you you want to change the world. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I guess there's people who want to change the world for ideological reasons, but those are few. And I mean, those are super rare, right? Yeah. I don't think that provides you with the kind of drive that you need to succeed. So most of those people that want to change the world are at least a little bit psycho, right? <laughs> Just at least a little yes. bit touched in the head, right? Because I'm gonna make the world a better place. Oh, okay, dude. <laughs> you you go ahead and you do it. There's and a certain there's messianic quality. Right. Yeah, for sure, right? And then there's people, because uh, otherwise, how are you going to thrive in that environment, right? You have to right. be a little bit. And then there's people who genuinely are completely narcissistic and just want to see the world burn. Yeah. I really do believe that, and are power hungry. And I think Trump is clearly within that camp. It's he just is obvious. there. And I think in, in certain situations, you have to vote against things. So in France, right, hmm. there is... The, there have been multiple occasions where the presidential choice was between some candidates and the extreme right. Mm. And of course, when we say extreme right, we don't mean people who use the wrong pronoun or who, uh, who debt name uh, people who've gone through gender change operations. No, we mean the kind of extreme right that wants to build camps and exterminate entire populations, right? Yeah, that kind right. of extreme right. We've had a couple of those kinds of political parties in, in our yeah, not too distant past. <laughs> so right. we right. still remember what extreme right means. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, you you know what? You vote for the other guy. Hmm. That's, that's what you do, right? Because you might not like the other guy, but you care about the Republican values and the Enlightenment values that are the, the, the foundation of everything you believe in and the foundation of your very democracy. Um, and so y you vote for that guy. Yeah. You just vote for that guy. So vote for the guy that has a pulse and isn't Donald Trump. <laughs> it's, it, it's not complicated. Just vote for that guy. Right? Well said, sir. Well said. Because like we've talked about on the show before, just I, this is like one of those turning points that the republic is either on a permanent downward slope or we can hold it off for a little bit and Unless maybe I, even rebuild. It's not going to solve anything. Okay, it's not gonna it's not gonna somehow yes. magically change your system and change all of the problems that underlie. Under it's not going to change the reasons because of which Donald Trump has emerged, right? Because That's that right. is the problem, right? There is a two party system. There is no room for a third party. It is too difficult to get any foothold to get started, right? It is completely mm -hmm. financed by the private sector which is a bad thing, let me be explicit, yep. right? That's a bad thing if you care about democracy, right? It's, um, it, it, it's winner take all, right? That's mm -hmm. just horrible, right? Because it, it builds incentives for the wrong kinds of um, people to run, 
right? Why are yeah. you presenting Biden? Because it's winner take all. Yeah. Right. You can't and have then, any form of proportional representation. There's right, no right. proportional representation whatsoever. And then, of course, it's not a real democracy because yeah. of, <laughs> I mean, there's so many things wrong, right? But just for the love of God, start with not voting for this guy. Yeah. Right. And then maybe consider some sort of political reform that brings you closer to a real functioning democracy. But which yeah. requires, and this is the bigger issue for me. I summarize all that up as, well, why have we continued to have these change elections? Because, yes, the underlying system is not serving most Americans, right? It it's is not serving, serving almost no representations. One. It's not as a matter of representation. It's not serving them economically. The current system is not serving most Americans. And we keep thrashing around without attacking that underlying reality. But the fact is, is that elite political, economic, military circles like it just the way it is. Well, they like it just the way it is. That's, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, that Donald Trump gets away with all of this just because he's Donald Trump and it's coincidence, right? It's not. It's because he serves the interests of powerful third parties. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> Why is he still there? Even though yeah. he is a... Uh, an accused he has been accused of rape how many times yeah right like he didn't he, well, he didn't get a blowjob from some it. intern right he didn't get a blowjob from some intern yeah. he's on tape saying you can sexually molest women right right and uh, yes he is we're not debating the once. definition of uh, of intercourse or sexual right. relations right he's on tape saying you can just sexually molest women He's on tape saying that extreme right militia should stand by. Yes. Right? He is on tape saying he doesn't care about people. He doesn't yeah. care about the country. Right? I mean, well, it's it is just, what it is. It is what it is. Don't That's the most he could sum it up. When confronted directly in one interview of 200,000 Americans have died at that time. Uh, well, it is what it is. So for How me, the, can, uh, yeah. How can I mean? So for me, this is one of those situations where you have to vote for the other guy. It's just, and I know people who won't. I know people like you do who who will not. Yeah, who will not? They, who, who are they'll, not? They'll still vote for Trump. By the looks of it, you wouldn't know looking at looking at them. I don't think they're bad people. You know what? The, so I've tried to parse through this part of it i do think is media environments you know facebook gets all the press but honestly you know fox news and talk radio here in the united states which is a particular uh, format of am radio here in the united states we 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 are in our media bubbles and look sounds like both siderism but liberals get into their media bubbles too but generally liberals are in the center left and not just off in their complete own bubble. Right, right, right. Where they're hermetically sealed from the other opinions that are out there. Uh, that's, just, that's just the fact. That's just the way it is. And so when you're in that environment, uh, you see evil. You don't see any of this. All you see is Biden and Harris are evil and will destroy the country because that's what you are being told each and every day. David French is a conservative writer, um, used to work, I think, for the National Review. Uh, he put out a series of tweets the other day that were really good. And he basically said, if you're having trouble understanding 
why people would still vote for Trump. You need to spend a week listening to conservative media, and then you would too. Right. Because I it's have, being yeah, presented maybe. as the yeah, end yeah. times. Yeah, right, 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 right. And now, how much of that is on voters, right? You go back to stupid. There's, there's just being stupid, but then there's willful stupid. I'm only going to listen to people who think like me. And that's just irresponsible. That's bad citizenship. That's the morally blameworthy thing, really, is you're just a shitty citizen that you can't get out of your own bubble long enough to try to understand what's going on in the world and where other people are coming from. And it, again, if you stay in that bubble, you'll vote for Donald Trump and you'll do it with a clean conscience because you were keeping Armageddon from coming. That's the only explanation I got. Right, right. And what are some right. of these talking points that, that paint us as the end times? Defunding the police, that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some right. of it's racialist, I think. Right, but, but so, a lot you know, of the that socialists is, will take over. Untrue, they always right? trot that out. The socialists like I, are going to take over. They're going to take yeah, all I've of seen, your money. I've, I've they're going to put you into yet. an ideological camp, and I'm, they're going to put you in camps. Uh, they're going to let all the immigrants run wild. They're going to take your tax dollars, and they're going to give free health care to right, immigrants right. while they destroy right. Medicare for you. I mean, and this is just presented as fact. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I don't think the that should be allowed. The little bit that I right? dip that, into right-wing media. That should media. not be allowed. I don't think that should be allowed. It's crazy. Yeah, well, freedom of speech, freedom, baby, you know. Well, that's like that's like the whole thing, like like the whole conflation between socialism and communism yeah. is something that I have a very, very hard time wrapping my head around as a European, where we have, you know, firmly social democratic. You had real commies, too. Not and only we, did you yeah. have real fascists, yeah, we had you real had real commies. Real commies. <laughs> yeah, on, on <laughs> you get all the good stuff. <laughs> oh yes, sir. Oh, it's so pure. <laughs> That's where I'm from. No, it's yeah, it's great. Um, like like places where they should legitimately worry about communism, like maybe Korea, right? That's maybe a place where that's the only place where I've seen like uh, you know like uh, you mean South was, Korea worry yeah, about I, getting invaded or something? Yeah, when I was in South Korea in uh, Seoul like last year, I saw some people flyering like against communism, like beware of you know the communists, and this is what you should look out for. And at first, I was. I was like, wow, that's a thing. And then I was like, of course that's a thing. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in South Korea, of course. And they're, they're right there. They're yeah. legitimately afraid and upset about communism, right? Because they have the guns pointing. I mean, it's, it's a well, concern. And, it's a concern. Um, the Kims have routinely over the decades, right, said things right. like we're right. going to yeah, turn yeah, Seoul yeah. into a, a sea of fire. Right, or, right. I mean. Right, right, right. That would make it edgy. I mean, so in so in in France we have universal health care and all of those good things uh, that have nothing to do with communism right and right the communists over there are like oh we live in a fascist regi regime <laughs> like where we <laughs> right like yeah. we should we should oh we should take the riches from the government and distribute them amongst the people and, all yeah. right all right so there's trust me there's communism. And there's full-on communism, know, socialism. Yeah. That's just about being a decent human being. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, so the socialism label here, yes, it gets conflated with communism, and right. it, all it really means to people is evil in American discourse. It's not particularly useful. 
I got a whole rant about how the Democrats would be better off just embracing the word and redefining it rather than running away from it with their pants wet all the time. Anyway, there's this famous uh, interview of Carl Sagan with Ted Turner, where Ted Turner asks him in, uh, it was 89, I think, or 90, asks Carl Sagan, are you a socialist? And his answer is something along the lines of, well, I'm not sure what, what socialist means, but I think we should be nice to each other. And it would be, you know, you know there's a bunch of countries, um, you know, that take better care of their kids where there's not that many children, you know, that die each year <laughs> compared to the U.S. Why is that? I don't think that's a good thing. We should care at least as much for our children as other countries do, right? And, and healthcare yeah. is great, you know, but I'm not sure what you mean with by the word socialist. Um, Yes, it's basic. It's making sure that you're taking care of your people right. at its, its most basic. Just not and, being a complete asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, and even on socialism. So, yes, Americans would call Europe socialist by comparison, I guess. But so we're part of a group of international group of guys, right? So we're part of this uh, the Illuminati. group we that we all got into. Say the yes. Illuminati. Yes, we're part of it. Uh, yes, yes. It's all part of the QAnon uh, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, a group of guys from all over uh, Europe and America and the Americas, I guess you could say. And I remember one time I asked in our chat, um, you know, how do you Europeans, hey, how do you view your country? Every single person came back and said, well, it's a capitalist country. Oh, of course. Yeah, it has, you know, market economics, yeah. right? It's just, there's this other component. Neoliberalism is destroying you, the entire world. Don't worry about it. Like it's, right. <laughs> it's wreaking havoc everywhere. Um, so there's zero self-perception that these, you know, we're capitalists. We compete in markets and we get jobs and, and we buy stuff and we sell stuff. And, and yet in the United well, States, somehow that all gets, the system gets demonized and Europe gets demonized as, as socialism and I don't know. Well, and that's just the whole shtick, right? That's the, that's the um, I mean, that's the propaganda of the United States of America, right? It's the, it's yeah. the, the it, illusionary, it, it's, the, it's the belief in the American dream that you can, that you're just a uh, temporarily inconvenienced millionaire which you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. because there's no social, there's no upward mobility. It's much lower upward mobility right. in, in the United States of America than almost anywhere else. Right. Um, it's this, it's this, it's this illusion that you should work your ass off and serve them for your entire life in pursuit of this dream. Yeah. Right. And that somehow, uh, all of that, um, you know, it sort of works out and the riches fall where they belong and it's all meritocracy and the people who are on top, well, they've, they've earned it. Right. That's just. Right. That's just. Yeah. That's just the lie <laughs> that you're being fed. It's just completely untrue. And well, and and the data bears this out, right? Yeah. Lo- and that's the thing. The, yeah. If you look at all measures of well-being, I mean, I suppose you could accept a world in which most people live on the edge, and a few get more than they could ever consume in a lifetime, and just say, "Yep, we're done here." But I don't think that fits most people's moral impulses. I think most people's moral impulse is, man, everybody should get a fair shake, right? Everybody should be given an opportunity to thrive. They shouldn't grow up in deprivation if we could avoid it. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, but you know, that's one of the reasons why in, in egalitarian societies, you need a very strong belief in upward mobility. Mm, because yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't, they will come for you. Who will come for you? The people. 
They were just, mm. they were just. Uh, I mean, look at the French Revolution, right? You can't just sit around saying, "Well, you're all peasants." <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. You're all peasants, and I'm the sun god. So <laughs> good luck with that, because they will come for you. They will take off your head. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what happens in revolutions. Yeah. So it's much better to have a very strongly inegalitarian system where you take all the riches with the people believing strongly in upward mobility and that you mm. have somehow earned all of your riches and all of your power, right? It's yes. a much better system, obviously. So I think, I mean, so now- For I'm, the few. For the few, yeah, yeah. right. But, well, on, yeah. That, on that note, by the way, I, I just read just this morning that that private island brokers are currently desperately overwhelmed by the demand. Uh, oh, so, you know, on. if you're, yeah, it's, you know, this whole pandemic is really rough. This is why we rough. keep having these insane change elections. That's why I couldn't, that's why I'm having so much trouble sealing the deal on these islands that I'm trying to buy. <laughs> uh, I've been waiting for days now. Uh, it's, it's really quite unacceptable. Were you really going to buy the two or no, you were shopping for three different ones at one time, like, so well, you don't you want to go to the, the same north, place the every time. in the south, so that you can just right. you know jet between them, right? right. And right. just yeah, because if you go to the if you go to the same one every time, it's just I mean, uh, God, God, it's insufferable. It's really, yeah, it's insufferable. So it's, it's really something poor people do. Yeah. It's not go to the same place every single time. That's God. No, but that's I crazy, really wish right? the poor would just get their own island and stop bitching about it. The private island brokers are overwhelmed yeah. by the demand of all the. Of all the multi-billionaires uh, fleeing COVID <laughs> to their private islands. That is freaking bonkers. That's bonkers. And, that, the, that's, and, and the world is on fire. The United States of America are on fire. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. People are worried about the wrong things. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> but you see, you know what's interesting about this is I've said this before, that Trump did tap into legitimate grievances so uh like here in the midwest basically it was bipartisan policy that look we're going to expose all of you american workers on the global market to extremely poor labor in places like mexico first and then china and then on and on and on and the pie will get bigger and we swear that a little bit will come down to you <laughs> and the americans were sold this bill of goods and it just didn't show up it didn't deliver so he tapped into all of that energy about how the way globalization was designed did not deliver for most Americans. Uh, I'm less familiar with how it played out in Europe, but absolutely in the United States, globalization did not play out. It just was a way to further enrich the already rich and powerful. Well, and yeah, it was also a way to... So he to... tapped into legitimate grievances. Right. No, that yeah, I have I zero it. faith the Democrats will properly address. Because they helped build that system, right? But all, everyone, you know, everyone also wanted a car, right? In the fifties, yeah. So in the sixties, and so we built them everyone. here in the United States. Oh, in the fifties, yeah, yeah, sure. There was no outsourcing back then. Yeah. Uh, so when did it start? Eighties. Yeah, eighties. Eighties, right? Yeah, I mean, eighties through the nineties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's not good. I mean, it's the same everywhere. So that's right? why, that's, that's the like, same you know, some of this is, look, I totally agree. We absolutely, to the greatest degree possible, have to just totally repudiate Trump, right? Just, just kill this Trump cult and get it out of American politics or bottle it up or something. But that comes with a giant electoral defeat. 
that just proves that this doesn't work. But that does not change, as you mentioned earlier, that things weren't going so great for most Americans anyway. <laughs> no, so and I think nearly getting yeah. Joe Biden in is not going to turn the tide on so many of these issues. But I think taxes really have a lot to do with that, though, right? Because hmm. the 80s was also when the tax system started to started to flip, right, in the United States. Yeah. When we decided that, you know, um, corporate profits shouldn't be taxed quite as much. Uh, very high income shouldn't be taxed quite as much. Uh, the whole progressive taxation, like, like the whole idea of progressive taxation has become um, hard to imagine in many parts of the United States, right? Yeah. Which, which well, is just, it, does, it doesn't exist. It exists in the rate structure, but then the effective tax rates are what we saw with Donald Trump's, where their effective tax rates are like zero. And I think that's really because people believe that they're going to get there. Yeah. Right. And and I don't. What I don't get in objections to progressive taxation is, you know, people often say that somehow magically, because of progressive taxation, you won't be able. Okay, that you won't be able to get rich. Right, you can get arbitrarily rich, and still pay a lot of taxes. Yeah. Right. You can you can become a billionaire paying paying a very high percentage, paying a very high tax rate. You can still become a billionaire. Right. It's just at some point yes. you will get diminishing returns <laughs> on your. I mean, but you can still get arbitrarily rich. It's really you not. Know an what's issue. not talked about though is so this is part of the tax conversation. Taxes are unpopular. Look, no one wants to pay taxes. No, nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to pay for things if they can avoid it. And the reason I frame it that way is we never talk about what people are getting for their taxes. We, we never see what it is. Right. Right. So every time we talk about taxes or tax cuts or any of these things, we have to talk about the services that are purchased. And you either agree with the services or you don't. So if you don't want those services anymore get rid of those services, but many of these services people like. So tons of taxes in the United States, okay, you get socialized healthcare through Medicaid and Medicare, extremely popular, people love it. Giant military, for ill or for good, always very popular, right? And you go down the list and it's like, okay, what would you cut to get right. that lower right, tax right, bill? Right. And it turns out most of this shit is pretty damn popular. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, same. And of, of, of course, the underlying problem is the system of globalization, right? It undermines local tax structures. Yeah, yes. it completely under it's a, a, because it's just a run. It's just a race to the bottom in terms yes. of taxation because you want to get companies back, right? You don't want yep. them all to leave, so you have to cut them deals in order to for them to come to your country and employ people. Because employing yes. people is good because it gives them, I mean, obviously. Um, so as long as this system remains in place, I'm not sure there there is a good solution. I mean, I mean, even Europe is doing the same thing, right? Even in France, uh, tax reforms have um, have taken the same path, even though now, now that we can clearly see where it will um, end up, right? If we follow the example that the United States has been setting, there, yeah. there has been more pushback against these reforms and especially after uh after piketty wrote his books uh, ev even though there has been a lot of backlash and showing the data and showing how these reforms have 
impacted uh, local economies. There has been more and more pushback, but the the same incentives are still in place. The fact remains yeah. that if you, you know, if you arbitrarily unilaterally decide to change these taxation strategies, that it will deliver a massive economic hit to your country. And yeah. so you cannot, as a single individual isolated country, decide to take these measures. It's very difficult. So right. somehow there has to be some sort of global awareness or at least non-local awareness that these issues need to be tackled, either within the EU, either between uh, a group of larger, more powerful countries, right? But something has to be done at yeah. some point to make sure that the riches of the rich contribute. That yes. it's not just the poor and the middle class who pay for everything. Yes. Right? Because, I mean... Well, and, and I would even extend that concept into something I think about all the time, which is, uh, hey, Brazil, you should stop burning down the Amazon, right? You should stop burning down the rainforest. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Okay. Then, they, then Brazil, through not burning down its rainforests, is providing the world a service in climate change. We should pay them. <laughs> we, right. should, we need an international system of transfers, Right where we pay them for this natural resource. We don't want to pay you for the wood. We want you to pay it to leave it there. Just but leave it there. Just tell them, you know, screw it. Don't do it. Don't develop your economy. Don't grow. We did it. But, you know, we were special at the time. You should not do this thing with no system of transfers, right, to pay them for the resource that mm. they are keeping intact. So it's similar to what you're saying that you need a global tax regime, but you need other transfer regimes to compensate some of these developing countries yeah, yeah, for, sure. for the development that we don't want them to undertake. Man, we're going we're gonna to end up sounding like communists if we keep this up. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh. it's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what should we do here? Should we uh, wrap up and have some good news or something? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see if there is any good news. Yeah. I'm just opening up yeah, Twitter I'll, here. I'll, uh, I'll hit, the, uh, hit the music here and you tell me whether you got something good. Let's see if our friends uh, from the Good News Network on Twitter you should check them out and follow, follow them because they deliver news stories of hope to inspire millions worldwide, apparently. All right, let's see. Oh, this is nice. A fisherman has a decade-long friendship with a blind seal. Who follows him each day that is nice okay heartwarming wow. it's a little bit crazy but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh, apparently a college student has invented a device that curbs microplastics emitted from tires and they want a dyson award ah okay, i have something that's good. i have something else to worry about i had no idea the tires were emitting <laughs> microplastics, microplastics. <laughs> <Yes>. huh. <laughs> All right, what's well, this? Kroger apparently gave a job to a homeless woman who slept in their parking lot, and someone gave a statement saying, I wish we had 120 like her. Wow. Oh, just okay, like, good. So if you want a job, go to Kroger's and sleep go to Kroger. in their parking lot. <laughs> parking lot. That will get you a job. Because they're a in tip. a giving mood. That's a good tip, man. Yeah. All right, well, have a good week, everyone. Nikolai, you have a good week? Yeah, you too. Enjoy your yeah. COVID, sir. Oh, it's always good. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Talk soon.